Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Rudy Maxa and Robert and Mary Carey on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of uh, your RM World Travel Connection. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show, Robert and Mary Carey. And I, Rudy Maxa, glad to have you joining us today, just after 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, I don't know if it's Eastern Standard Time, it's Eastern Time. If you're just joining us, this is Hour 2 of the broadcast. Uh, each week we broadcast from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern. Our programs are on more than 375 weekly radio stations. Now, if your station time shifts the program or perhaps only carries one hour of the show, you can always listen to our live stream at rmworldtravel.com or catch an archive podcast of the Travel Trail during your weekday commute or various travels. Now, before we start the show, I just want to mention something to Mary and Robert, or any other couples who are listening, that if you have any plans to renew your marriage vows, I know Robert's been talking a lot to me about that, mark your <laughs> <Pretty>. calendar. <laughs> Get me in trouble. Thank you. Get me in trouble. Mark your calendar for June 23rd. That's when, on the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, City Fathers want to assemble the world's largest marriage vow renewal ceremony. They're shooting for a place in the Guinness Book of Records. Now, if you want to participate in that, just go to infoniagarafalls.com forward slash, slash weddings. There you go, Robert. Problem solved. Well, Rudy, listen, I appreciate that. You know, and now we were, we were going to all be in Portugal on the 23rd of June. But since mm. uh, our, mm. our youngest son will still be in school until, I think, August at this point with all the See snow See how days, he's changing the subject? Apparently, this has I've got nothing married. to do with We've the wedding vows renewal. Got, exactly. No, you want to go? Yeah, so, Rudy, you know, I, I appreciate that. And, Rudy, I'm going to just throw it back at you. You know yeah. what? It, yeah. There's nothing that says, it says you can't. Why don't uh, you go get married? Exactly. Come on. <laughs> I am It's married. a vow renewal really, thing. It's no, not a wedding. Why don't you shake it up and do a wedding, too? I'm coming up coming up on 25 years i'd like to be able to talk to you and give you some wedding advice give you some marriage advice can we move on to travel anyway right. but, but let me say that. but do you remember seriously good for them at one point remember all the people used to go to niagara falls for their sure. wedding it was such it's a destination still a destination yeah. for honeymoon Not as big, but yeah, but anyway. yeah. all right Anyway, since we like to uh, kick off each hour whenever possible uh, and when we're not having some fun together, but with travel news, I know we didn't get to all the items we had last hour. So, Mary, let's share the rundown and then we'll get to our news. All right. Coming up for segment two this hour, it's another installment of our Personal Connection series. And today we will be joined by Vern Tejas. He's a world-renowned mountain climber who reached, um, he's reached the summit of the world's seven tallest mountains not just once, but 10 times each, mm. so 70 Look summits. Look forward to talking to him. Yeah, and uh, Rudy is going to take us back to Gander, Newfoundland with Claude Elliott to discuss how that small town accommodated thousands of passengers stranded when planes around North America were grounded on 9-11, and it's become quite a popular tourist site. Uh, and if you're a regular listener, you may recall that we introduced you to that town and that story last year when we had on uh, American Airline Captain Beverly Bass, and she discussed her specific experience being diverted to Gander 
uh, during 9-11 and this um, all of these experiences led to the uh, or were the inspiration behind uh, the Broadway hit Come From Away which yeah. is still playing. There were 38 planes there. They took care of those people yeah. well. And incidentally Beverly's interview can be found on our website under Travel Guests if you're interested. And show friend Michael Baker checks in this hour as we discuss the new level of service being offered in premium airport lounges. Mm. Um, so yeah we'll see what he has to say about that. Uh, Rudy do you want to kick us off for some travel news for hour two? Happy to. Well, if you ever priced an airline ticket online, then returned later to buy it online and found the price was higher, some people think the airlines may be observing your shopping and spending patterns and that they price tickets accordingly. Well, this week, New York, Senators, uh, New York Senator Chuck Schumer said he wants to investigate possible data mining that leads airlines to offer different ticket prices to different buyers based on their income and travel habits and other data points. Ooh, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, for their part, the airlines deny they display different prices to different people. They say if you sign in later yeah. and find a higher price, it's because more seats were sold, and, and that's the way it goes. Okay, be something that we have to yeah. cover uh, or stay close on. Uh, you know, I'm going to switch. I'm going to do something. We, we don't do a lot of recall news on this program. That's not obviously what we're about. But I saw one this week involving Ford, and since you know they're in many of the rental car fleets, corporate fleets, and owned by many of our listeners, I'm sure that are out there, you should know that. Uh, Ford is recalling nearly 1.4 million mid-sized cars in North America because the steering wheel can detach from the steering column and drivers can lose control. The recall covers certain Ford Fusion and Lincoln MKZ cars. And the Lincoln MKZ, I see them in a lot of the car fleets out there, um, through the 2014 through the 2018 model years. And, you know, essentially Ford says that the steering wheel bolts can loosen over time. And apparently there's already been two crashes and one injury. So if you're going to rent a car or you have a Ford Fusion or a Lincoln MKZ, um, check out and make sure it's been fixed. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, Google announced this week that people can now use Google Maps to get directions that are catered specifically for uh, people who have mobility issues. They've teamed with transit agencies to help uh, help it catalog the best wheelchair accessible routes. To find these routes, Google Maps users enter where they want to go, uh, tap on the directions tab, and then choose wheelchair accessible as one of the options under the routes section. The company is debuting the new feature in major metropolitan areas worldwide, in addition to Boston, New York, and London. Uh, the option is available for Tokyo, Mexico City, and Sydney. That's, that's, I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. Um, so this is quick. So um, we, we're not doing deals this week, but I do. People must know this by now. I love a good deal. Norwegian Air is celebrating St. Patrick's Day with a sale. $89 flights one way to the UK and Ireland from Boston and New York. The sale uh, runs through this Monday, I believe. Um, Let me make sure I get this right. Yes, Monday, March 19th, midnight Eastern time. And the cheap flights are available for travel in April, May, June, August, September, and October. Subject to availability. We flew them last year. They do. Listen, they're a budget airline, so you will pay for uh, you know, other things, including baggage, but $89 one way is a good deal. You know, Rudy, <laughs> I, I'm just going to say this. You know, yeah. Mary had that. Remember we talk about on the show a lot, uh, La Compagnie, the, the French uh, carrier that flies mm-hmm. between Newark and it was uh, Paris Charles de Gaulle. They're actually now going to switch. They're going to go into uh, Paris uh, Orly, Orly Airport. Orly, closer in. Yeah, but he, right. yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. Um, if Paris is on your travel list, you can. They're offering discount fares right now, round trip, fourteen hundred dollars, uh, which is a phenomenal price for the all business class airfare. So yeah, um, yeah so check out La Company. I know Mary mentioned Norwegian. There's another option. So mm-hmm. anyway, what else do you have, Rudy? Good point. Good point. Well, if you want to learn how to trace your family tree in, shall I say, a very leisurely fashion, 
Guests aboard the November 4th sailing of the Queen Mary 2 from Europe to the U.S. can do just that. You'll avoid jet lag, and you can find out if you're related to the Queen of England. Maybe you, you know, you're supposed to be inheriting some property. That's the Queen Mary 2 sailing on November 4th from Europe to the U.S. That's part of what the Cunard line, I think, right? It is, yeah, and I, I sailed on that ship, and it's been renovated since I sailed on it. It was certainly nice when I was on it a couple of years ago, so it must be even nicer now. Uh, other than that, I think that's about all. You got a real short one, Robert? No, uh, no. We I hear don't the music. hear the music, hear so Rudy, music. you know, we're always fighting that clock. But yeah. folks, I'm just going to tell you, we're going to take a, we're going to pause for a moment or two here, take a quick sponsor break. It's always a good thing to do. When we return, Vern Tejas will be here to share his experiences of climbing the world's seven tallest mountains ten times each. The show returns in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Signing up for a timeshare is easy, but getting out of it, not so much. That's why there's the Timeshare Freedom Group. Whether you've had it for 30 days or 30 years, Timeshare Freedom Group has helped tens of thousands of people get rid of their timeshares, and they have a 100% money-back guarantee. Take your first step towards celebrating your freedom from spending another dollar on that timeshare that's weighing you down by calling the Timeshare Freedom Group at 866-766-8719. That's 866-766-8719 or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you shop online without the best coupons, you might as well be saying no to extra cash in your pocket. Fortunately, there's Honey, a free browser extension that helps you get the best price on everything online. Honey scans and tests millions of coupon codes from around the web and automatically applies the best one to your order. It's so easy, Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. Take two seconds to add Honey to your browser and never miss out on free money again. Get Honey free at joinhoney.com rm or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. In today's digital world, your personal information is everywhere. And that's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection now includes Norton Security. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect threats like your personal information for sale on the dark web, while Norton Security helps protect against online threats like ransomware. Certainly no one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Join today at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RUDY to save 10% off your first year or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Sooner or later, your car will break down. If it happens after the manufacturer's warranty expires, something like a new engine could cost you over $5,000. That's why we suggest getting extended coverage from CarShield.com. They make the process easy. You select your favorite mechanic or get the work done at a dealership, and CarShield does the rest by paying them directly. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or CarShield.com and use code RM to save 10%. For info, go to rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. A deductible may apply. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. And we're back. Thanks for listening to those important sponsor messages during the break as they help pay for this show and what Mary, Rudy, and I do each week. Before we talk about something that we think is a rather remarkable feat in our personal connection segment today, we want to share that today's broadcast is made possible by LifeLock. Today's technology makes a lot of things easier because everything's connected. Cell phones are connected to tablets, tablets are connected to smart TVs, and they're, of course, all connected to Wi-Fi. But these connections can also allow criminals to get in, and that's why new LifeLock Identity Theft Protection now adds the power of Norton Security. 
So while LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect threats to your identity, Norton Security helps protect up to five of your devices from online threats. And if there ever is a problem, LifeLock agents will work to fix it. Join now at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RM. You'll save 10%. Or you'll find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. The seven summits are the tallest mountain peaks on each of the seven continents. And for our personal connection segment today, we've invited our next guest to join us because he's not only climbed all seven of these peaks, he's climbed them at least 10 times each. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 10 times each. Okay. Vern Tejas is an avid mountain climber, guide, and author of an account of his experiences aptly called 70 Summits, Life in the Mountains. And here to tell us more is the world-renowned mountain climber Vern Tejas. Hello, Vern. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Well, we appreciate uh, having you on this weekend for sure. So, you know, Mary just discussed a bit of your story, and I think a good way to start off would be sharing our congratulations, because that's certainly in order. You've achieved something that few of us would, frankly, you know, dare to even think about trying. You know, essentially 70 summits of the highest peaks on all seven continents. That's a remarkable accomplishment, Vern. Well, thank you. It's uh, been my life goal, if you will, but uh, it's certainly... Uh, Wonderful to, to reach this, this point where I can look back and go like, wow, I have been able to be very blessed in my life to accomplish this. Well, it's certainly a big wow. Vern, we have something in common. Robert and I have actually seen the summit of Denali. Oh, but, okay. but our Excellent. connection ends there as we were in a plane. So I don't know if yeah. that counts. The, pl- the plane uh, flew us to the top, yeah. but so, uh, yeah, um, that doesn't count. So Denali, the tallest mountain, Denali in Alaska, the tallest mountain in the U.S. We know you were the first man to climb it solo in the winter. Congratulations. You've climbed it many times. How old were you when you first climbed it? And for those of us who've never summited a mountain before can you tell us what it feels like to reach a summit i started as a young young man i was 25 years old when i actually got to the top but i saw it as you saw it five years in advance of that and i said i'm going to climb that and then it took me five years to get to that point where i felt that like it was was worthy of uh, i was worthy of trying it uh to get to the top is a wonderful feeling at the time you're exhausted and you know that you have to get down so you you don't spend much time celebrating until you actually get back into the land of the living and off the mountain. And at that point, you realize, wow, uh, I made this dream come true, and I feel like I've risen to the occasion. I've learned lots of new skills. And you, it's a, a moment of self-congratulations when you get back down and and uh, can look back on the experience. Right, absolutely. Uh, You know, on these climbs, you're navigating weather conditions, your oxygen intake, and so many other things I really can't even imagine. Really, with your life hanging in the balance, I'd love to know if there was a summit experience that may stick out for you on all of your climbs that you pursued, but perhaps in retrospect, it might have been a risk that could have gone in the wrong direction. Oh, I think... uh, Many times on Everest, I've had <laughs> on uh, Everest. Things, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I've had many things go seriously array on Everest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to get to the summit after two former attempts to finally uh, attain the summit on my third try in '92 was a moment of, of superior, uh, uh, in my mind, uh, just a the, the finest feeling I could have. That I've been working at this goal for for multiple years and had setbacks, but was able to to then uh, overcome those things and with a little bit of luck with the weather, finally get to the top. So that, right. For me, that's the highlight of climbing as, as one would think, the highest point on, on Earth. Before we go any further, Vern, I want to reintroduce you to our listeners. If you're just tuning in, Robert and I are speaking with world-renowned mountain climber Vern Tejas discussing his 70 summits and life in the mountains in our latest Personal Connection episode. 
All right, so Vern, you know, out of all the 70 summits uh, and your multiple ascends, I'd like to know which mountain you enjoy climbing the most and which mountain do you respect the most? And, and by respect, what I mean is perhaps more challenging than others. Robert, I think the, the one that I enjoy the most is my, my hometown mountain in, right in Alaska, uh, Denali, which I've now climbed, been blessed to be able to climb 58 times. Uh, However, uh, I think the one that I have the most respect for is Everest, which has tried to put an end to me on, on three different occasions. I came very close to death on Everest, so the most respect for that one. But uh, my, most, my favorite mountain in all the world is definitely Denali right here. In, so in so you said 58 times. Yeah. Now, have you summited <laughs> that mountain 58 times? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. We flew Vern, over it once. This I mean, is I feel, incredible. I, uh, so so I, I'm listening. I mean, and I mean, just each really, experience like, has to be different to you. I mean, I'm sure you're taking similar paths and tracks, but I mean, 58 times, wow. Well, the, it's different every time because I'm working with different groups of people. Uh, as, a, as an international mountain guide, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have people from all walks of life. And because of that, it's a learning process for me. The mountain... Uh, actually has stayed fairly similar throughout my experience up there. It's always cold. It's always challenging. It's always a hypoxic experience, but getting to the top. Mm. But the people change, and that's what really uh, changes uh, the, the landscape for me is actually is the, the humans that I interact with. So let's talk about your career also as a guide, um, taking people on climbs and teaching them these skills. What, what, are, what are maybe um, one or two of the most important skills that you think people need, particularly new climbers, and is there such a thing as being too confident as an experienced climber? Well, certainly overconfidence has, has actually uh, undone uh, lots of climbers. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think for the, the beginner, the most basic thing is learning how to listen to yourself and take care of yourself. Your self-care uh, responsibilities are great. If you don't take care of yourself, you're going to be a detriment to the team. You're going to be a, a real drag for the rest of the group because they're going to have to take care of you. And so the, the, the most basic thing you can do is make sure you're breathing, make sure you're drinking, make sure you're eating, make sure you're staying warm, taking care of your sun cream. Uh, it, there's multiple very basic levels, but a lot of people forget that in the, in the heat of the moment of, of trying to get to the summit. They forget to take care of themselves and then become a liability. Well, right now, I would say if I'm going to go summit a mountain, everything I've heard, uh, Vern, I want you. We uh, want to go with you. Uh, as my uh, leader, <laughs> number one. Oh, number, two, number two. <laughs> uh, but uh, number two, I'm going to ask you is this. If somebody's listening out there and, you know, they're like Mary and me, they were, we're not, you know, uh, experienced by any means with mountain climbers, uh, of the seven summits that you have tackled, which one would you, would you say would be the easiest? To, to I, think, uh, I think Kilimanjaro is where a lot of people start. I okay. was, uh, just recently climbed it. Uh, it's a good beginner mountain because you can just focus on the altitude and working with your body, getting used to, to, to dealing with the stresses of not having enough oxygen. Uh, and there's porters to carry your things, and the campsites are set up. They've got great infrastructure, uh, typically good weather. Uh, so it's a, an easy introduction to climbing the high points on each continent. Uh, after that, I would say Elbrus in Russia would be the next one. 
Okay. All right. Mm. So those two, and I, and I, from what you said earlier, I'm assuming Everest would uh, be the last. Uh, One of the, the most list. challenging. Yeah, so maybe put that <laughs> exactly. up to the yeah. Okay. Exactly. I, I was going to ask you, you know, as we went into this interview, you know, where you've been climbing lately. I think you might have told me that with the 58 summits uh, of Denali. So I'm going to ask you, what accomplishments remain ahead for you? Oh, there's a whole list of things. It <laughs> seems like the list gets longer rather than shorter. But uh, I'm I'm really interested in doing the. The second highest mountain on each continent. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very, very uh, challenging setup. They're actually more difficult than than climbing the highest mountain. So that's that's one of the things I, I strive for. Okay, so that's next. And, and are they more difficult because of the terrain or the weather or? Uh, it, both those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times it's the logistics getting to them because uh. a lot of people want to do number one, uh, the infrastructure's there, but number two uh, gets not as as highly revered the the logistics for for climbing the second highest mountain on each continent has been given short shrift. Hmm. Okay. okay. Well, listen, Fern. Sense. Thank you very much for taking some time out of your weekend yeah. to share what you've experienced with us today. Uh, it is, as I said, a remarkable feat. And folks, you can pick up Vern's book at Amazon or your favorite bookstore. Again, it's called Seventy Summits: Life in the Mountains. Enjoy the weekend, Vern. Thank you so much, Vern. Thank Thanks you so me. much. Take care. All right, uh, interesting man, and I know you're and enjoying it, his book. I am loving this book and the experiences that he's had. Seventy summits it, yeah, and other mountains. I mean, that's just you know the seventy that. summits yeah. he's climbed all all over. Just unbelievable. Folks, listen. Please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can even do it on LinkedIn now as well at RM World Travel. Uh, we're going to take a quick break as Rudy checks in. He's going to take us back to Gander, Newfoundland, a place we introduced you to last year on June 17th with Beverly Bass, who landed her plane there during 9-11. And then Mary and I, we're going to join you again towards the end of the hour to discuss the development of premium airport lounges. So stay right where you are. Your RM World Travel Express is back after these messages. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. If you struggle with sleep problems, you're going to want to check out MyPillow. MyPillow is designed to give you the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It has a patented fill. It's made in the USA. They offer a 10-year warranty with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can even wash it and dry it. Right now, they've got a great deal. Get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows. To go anywhere, MyPillow's perfect for travel. To get in on this special four-pack deal, go to MyPillow.com, click on radio listeners, enter code RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you shop online without the best coupons, you might as well be saying no to extra cash in your pocket. Fortunately, there's Honey, a free browser extension that helps you get the best price on everything online. Honey scans and tests millions of coupon codes from around the web and automatically applies the best one to your order. It's so easy, Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. Take two seconds to add Honey to your browser and never miss out on free money again. Get Honey free at joinhoney.com rm or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. I'm Rudy Max, and this portion of the program is sponsored by CarShield.com. Whether it's your daily commute, running errands, a road trip with friends or family, 
The last thing any of us needs in life is an unexpected car repair costing hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars to fix, which is why we suggest getting extended vehicle service protection from CarShield. A new water pump could set you back over $500. Replacing your air conditioner could cost as much as $1,500. A new engine, $5,000. Get covered by CarShield, the ultimate in extended vehicle service protection. It's affordable protection, and it's not just for mechanical repairs, as your car's computers, GPS, electronics, and more are covered, too. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work, and CarShield will get the mechanic paid directly. No hassles, no worries about you being reimbursed. Sign up today, you'll get the VIP treatment from CarShield's administrators. 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car, rent, rental car excuse me, while yours is in the shop. Call 800-CARS-6100, mention promo code RM, and you'll save 10%. Or log into carshield.com, and again, use promo code RM to save 10%. You can also find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. When planes approaching U.S. airspace were grounded immediately following the 9-11 attack on New York and D.C., 38 planes from around the world were forced or had to land at Gander, a small town in northeastern Newfoundland in Canada. And for five days, Gander residents housed and fed about 6,700 stranded passengers. Then for the last year, a Broadway play titled Come From Away has detailed and celebrated that extreme example of civic generosity. It also won a Tony, by the way. Those two events have turned Gander into a tourism center. And I've asked the former mayor of Gander, Claude Elliott, to join me for two of our short segments to describe what's going on in his hometown. Welcome to the show, Mayor Elliott. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, let's do in the first segment, let's talk in the second segment, the effect that the publicity has had, uh, both from, by the press and certainly by the Broadway musical has had on Gander. And you were mayor when this happened, correct? Yes, I was. And it must have been like almost a tidal wave of people, 6,700 people in a town of 10,000, right? Well, it was. It was uh, well. It was unique because we weren't wasn't sure at the beginning how long the passengers was going to be staying. Uh, at first, they said you know the airspace might be only closed for four or five hours, three or four hours. And uh, but as the day wore on, we realized that uh, things weren't going to be open as quickly as we thought. And and we knew we had almost seven thousand people at our airport sitting aboard planes that eventually was going to come off. And we knew that they were going to be hungry and tired. And that we needed somewhere to put them and house them and look after them. So uh, they were aboard the planes for as long as 28 hours. And in that length of time, it gave us the opportunity to get ready to prepare the people where we were going to put them. And, what kind of, uh, let me interrupt I, you right there if I could, Mayor. What kind of tourism infrastructure did you have? How many hotel rooms or beds, as they say, in your town? Well, we only got 500 hotel rooms here. That's so about 6,500 short, right? <laughs> yeah, we were 6,500 hotel rooms short. But what we did, I declared a state of emergency so we could access those hotel rooms because we needed them for the crew. Uh, you know, we knew that, that the crews were going to need their rest when they were ready to go out. So then all we had to do then was to put the passengers in schools, in churches, in organizations all around town. And we had our surrounding communities who also helped out to house some some of the passengers so it it was um, we had lots of hotel rooms it was just not uh, not your normal type <laughs> i like you said all all we had to do then was find places for the other six thousand people um did, did you expect this to be a one-night thing at that point no we weren't sure uh you know we we weren't sure uh 
and then, but we, by the time we got into, uh, they started to come off the planes, we knew that they were going to be there longer than one day because, uh, uh, you know, every four or five hours we were updated that the airspace was still closed and still closed. And uh, I, I think we thought on the third day they may be leaving, but still the airspace didn't open. So uh, we just, we kept them for a couple of extra days and looked after them and uh, made them feel welcome and tried to entertain them and tried to uh, uh, keep them as happy as we possibly could under very difficult circumstances. By putting them in personal people's homes. Did anybody fall in love? Any marriages come out of this? Well, there was a couple that met. Really? Uh, yeah, there was a couple that met on the plane that ended up getting married, and uh, that's one of the one of the stories in the Come From Away. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, uh, there was, uh, the guy was from England and the lady was from Texas. Uh, <laughs> and they fell in. Love. <laughs> <laughs> but there was no uh, the, there was nobody in the community that fell in love and got married. It was just two people board plane. <laughs> Okay. And so most of these folks were put up in homes. I presume you don't have uh, 20 restaurants there either, do you? We have we have a, no we we don't have directions. The idea was every place we put people like in the schools and the churches, they all had kitchens and, and cafeterias. So volunteers would go there and cook the meals and serve it to the people, the places that they were that they were staying. The, the Salvation Army who took care of all the the food and coordinated the meals. As you know, the Salvation Army is used to dealing with disasters around the world. In, ten, and, in the ten uh, seconds they, we have left, did the, air, the airlines ever pay? any money to, toward the city, toward food? Uh, no, we never. We didn't charge anything. We didn't want anything from them. We just wanted to make people happy, and uh, and they did. They enjoyed themselves. We were here, and and as I said to many, 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 many times, the smile on their faces and the tears of joy, we were paid in full. When we come back, we're going to talk about the effect that 6,700 unexpected guests arriving in a town of 10,000 in Gander, Newfoundland, had on that town. We'll be right back with... Uh, uh, with Mayor uh, Claude Elliott right after this break. Don't go away. You're listening to RM World Travel, and I'm glad you are. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. We get such an amazing shave using Dollar Shave Club razors with their shave butter that now we use their other products, too. They make stuff for your hair, face, skin, and shower using only the finest premium ingredients. And they deliver. Right now, you can get your first months of the club's best razor, along with travel versions of their shave butter, body cleanser, and hygiene wipes for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. Get your Dollar Shave Club starter kit at dollarshaveclub.com rm. Or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Hey guys, your prostate should be the last thing on your mind. But the fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart, visit prostateoneperday.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. 
FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 2000 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2000. Hello, I'd like to deposit this to checking. Fate is a fickle master. What? The future is uncertain. Okay, and what's my account balance? Ah, the horizon is cloudy. I see a long, treacherous voyage Um, filled with great peril. Look, can I just get a deposit slip or something? A fortune bank teller. Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. I see a yellow-eyed serpent what? and a low APR. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Travel Pro Luggage is what we use, and it's the best. Rudy likes the Max Light 4, their lightest collection, with carry-ons weighing just under 6 pounds. Robert and I travel with Travel Pro's Platinum Magna 2 Series that contains the patented MagnaTrack wheel system, power scope handle, and contour grip spinners. Even their Cruise Series is outstanding. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers, so get yours at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage special retailers. You can also visit TravelPro.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents? Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water, 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen, and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water, and Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu, and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at lebleu.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to RM World Travel. This segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called simplysafe.com forward slash travel. Simply is spelled with an I, by the way. You've heard us talking about this company for years, and we're proud to have helped them transform into the fastest-growing home and small business security company in the nation, protecting more than 2 million people. If you haven't heard, Simply Safe just released their brand-new security system that's been completely redesigned to be better than ever. They've added safeguards to protect against power outages, downed Wi-Fi, cut landlines, bats, hammers, everything in between. The all-new system was rebuilt to be practically invisible, with powerful sensors so small you'll hardly notice them. But you know who will? Yep, intruders. And you still get the same terrific price as 20, 20, of 24, for 24-7 protection of just $15 a month. Plus, there's no contract. Supplies limited. Get yours today. Go to simplysafe.com forward slash travel. Or again, find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. We're in the middle of a conversation with the former mayor of Gander, the small town in Newfoundland where... Um, almost three dozen planes were rerouted and and ordered to land when the 9-11 attacks hit Washington and uh, New York. And we just talked about sort of the 
how the city managed, how many people had. I mean, they only had 500 hotel rooms. They had 6,700 unexpected passengers from around the world. And the city opened up its doors. You can see a Broadway play if you should be New New York. Um uh, that 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 dramatizes what happened, and from what I understand, it's quite accurate. It's called "Come From Away." Claude Elliott was the mayor then. He joins me now because, well, things have changed, haven't they, in Gander, Mayor? Well, it has to a degree, I guess. As a community, after nine eleven, we've seen what happened. You know, the terrorist attacks in the United States. I think and. Our people realize that, uh, you know, we're living in probably one of the, the safest places in the world. And I think we became more appreciative of where we live and, and the kind of lifestyle we have here. But, you know, uh, despite all that, uh, our tourism is really spiking up. And, you know, last year we had we had a big increase over the year before. And it looks like this year coming is even going to be greater. There's something like already 37 bus tours booked in here for people coming coming to Gander. And how many bus tours were coming to Gander when you were mayor before 9-11? Well, it varied from year to year. Some years you get probably 20, you might get 25, 10 to 15, like that. But uh, now we're starting to pick up. There's more, more bus operators, more tours coming to Gander, coming to Newfoundland, not only to see Gander, but to see the province. And you know, Well, it's a, it's a beautiful province. I know I did a television yeah, show is. there. And, but but tell, me, yeah. tell me what people are coming to Gander for. Well, I think they're coming to Gander to just to you know, meet the people. Uh, they want to meet the people. They want to see where it all happened, where it started from. You know, they visit the airports. There's a lot of passion. Uh, people, tourists, goes to the places where people stayed, and they explain to them how they looked after them and everything. And they also go in and explore, uh, you know, the beauty of the province, uh, you know, which is from from one end of the province to the other. So it, it's not only is tourism getting to be high in Gander, but it's going to do wonders for the province as a whole. And I understand there are souvenir shops selling souvenirs in Gandor. Oh, yes, there's souvenirs. No trouble to get souvenirs here. And, and we have three pieces of steel from the, from the World Trade Center. We have a piece at the airport. We have a piece at the town hall. And there's a piece at the Aviation Museum. And people come and visit with the those three places and get their pictures and see the see the the, the steel and that. So, uh, Avi- Avi- was there an aviation museum before nine eleven? Oh yes, there was. Yeah, we've had an aviation museum here for for quite a few years. In honor of what? Oh well, Gander was built on aviation. Well, that's true. It was and, a place for refueling before jets yeah, could well, cross the Atlantic. The, the, yeah. That's true. The American the, the American military uh, created Gander. Right. That's uh, true. The World War. Yeah. So we've always relied on aviation, and uh, you know that. Uh, so there's all kinds of paraphernalia at the aviation museum. But since 9/11, you can go down there, you can see a, a uniform belonged to Captain Beverly Bass, the American airline pilot, female. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah. She has it there. So there's a lot of stuff there on 9/11. There's a lot of tapes there. You know, you can listen to conversations and everything. So, uh, you know, the people now are going to the aviation museum to see and to read and hear about what happened here in Gander during 911. And someone has said that if there's not a hotel room, just ask anybody in town. They'll put you up and feed you dinner. Yep, that's no problem. All you got to do is you say somebody like. <laughs> Where's the closest hotel room to Gander? I can't win in Gander. They'll probably say, come on up to my place. I got a couple of beds. You can stay there. 
Claude Elliott is a former mayor of Gander in Newfoundland, where planes were diverted during 9-11. I really appreciate you taking the time to tell us the story of Gander then and now. Thank you, Claude Elliott. And it's been my pleasure. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Nice to have you back with Mary and me for the remaining few minutes of this week's broadcast. Before we catch up with show friend Michael Baker of Business Travel News, we need to share that today's RM World Travel Connection is sponsored by Le Bleu Ultra Pure Premium Water. Hydration is so important whether we're traveling, at home, or on the job. And if things like better health, better skin, better organ function, and a better life matter to you, then give yourself the best. Le Bleu Premium Ultra Pure Water. It's perfectly natural water with a fresh, clean taste that's odorless and colorless, and your body will crave it. You know, most waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents. Some even contain low traces of arsenic. The composition of Le Bleu is actually just water, 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen and nothing else. And Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process even kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Find a retailer near you at LeBleu, L-E-B-L-E-U.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Michael Baker should be a familiar voice if you're a regular listener. He's the senior editor of transportation for business travel news. His recent coverage of the evolution of airport lounges, and they're noticeably going more upscale, piqued our interest, and we invited him on today to discuss this trend and to get some thoughts on why the airlines are so heavily investing in making our experiences on the ground so delightful. Welcome back to the show, Michael. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Glad to hear that, um, and hope you're having a nice weekend. You know, your recent article on airport lounges and the experience, it caught our attention, and compared to some of the international carriers out there, because I think they are ahead, would you say that domestic airlines have been a little slow in upgrading their lounges to meet the needs of the premium travelers? Well, they have, and they're catching up now. You have to remember that it wasn't that long ago that all three of the carriers... uh, had gone through some sort of bankruptcy protection. And lounges are important, but there were other things that were more important at the time. So it's only in in, uh, recent years that we've seen a lot more attention focused on that. Yeah, I right. think the bankruptcy judges, they're not big fans of premium lounges. No, correct. <laughs> so, Michael, for, for those of us who fly frequently, these lounges are an important part of the way we travel. So now that the airlines are stepping up the game and um, beginning to open more and more new premium lounges, that's great. But there have been some delays, and I know there's been a big delay in expanding United's Polaris Lounge. What's contributing to some of these delays? Uh, I, I think it's just the, the massive size. And, and, and part of it, I think they're sort of learning things as they come along. I've, I believe when, uh, when the first one for United opened in Chicago, I, I think it was a little small for, for their needs. So they're, they're expanding that uh, to some degree. So they might have had to gone back to the drawing board with some of the ones they had uh, under development to make sure that they're going to be able to accommodate all of their passengers. But really, it's, it's, it's a large undertaking to do this. and It, it takes several years. So they, they might have been a little over-optimistic in their early timeline. Right, and I would imagine expensive for them. 
Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. they're not safe. Well, and right. with, with all that's going on with United this week, they could use as many people as possible in these lounges. So, But we're not going to go there. Yeah, so, Michael, indeed. yeah. So I want to talk to you about this. The new American Airlines flagship lounge, it's one of the nicest experiences that you're going to find at an airport. And the quality found at their flagship first dining, it's nicer than most restaurants. And you can pick any city you want around the globe. So from the high-end showers to the luxury amenities to the specialty cocktail bars with the premium wines and beers, that con- level of concierge service they have, it's not something that any traveler who experiences it is going to want to give up. Do you think that the airlines are having a bit of a challenge getting enough of their elite travelers into these facilities? Um, I, b- I believe so, and I think that's why they're making these the kind of the extreme high end for for you know only first class passengers and, and things like that. It's a very select group, and I myself, I've only had a chance to uh, to go to the elite dining once uh, with American, and unfortunately, it was a six a.m. flight, so I was in the lounge at four a.m. So I wasn't really in the mood for <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of fancy dining at that point in time. But the option was there, and and so I, I think we're seeing this in, not just with the U.S. airlines, but around the world, we're seeing sort of these kind of new higher end lounge then still have the general amenities that you would expect for, for you know, the more mid-level travelers. I like the American Express Centurion lounges. We've enjoyed those before. But listen, I think it's important to note that there are also private companies building and expanding these lounges. There's one in particular that you talk about in your article, Airport Lounge Development. They run 17 lounges. What do you think of what they're doing? Uh, it, it was brilliant because they sort of stepped in. As, as we said, you know, there was a period where there wasn't a lot of investment going into the airline lounges, so they saw the gap and they stepped in. And it's good because, um, you know, it's, it's gotten tougher in some ways to get the status with airlines, so it might be tougher to get into their lounges. And, you know, to, to keep crowding uh, at a minimum, the airlines are sometimes adjusting the rules on who's allowed in them. So it's good to have these options sort of a airline agnostic option when you're traveling yeah. to be able to get into a lounge, no matter who you're flying with. Well, because there is a class system that is being created. It's kind of like Fast Pass at Disney. Now, you know, I know with Mary and I, were concierge key with Americans, so when we go into the, you know, the American lounge and we get to go to this door and it opens up and other people are like saying, well, what is that? And they're just going to the Admiral Lounge. There is that different system, but, you know, I know Delta has just opened up spa lounges in Seattle. They, everyone's just going to such a level. <laughs> Who do you think of the three main U.S. Airlines, American, Delta, United right now. If I were to put you on the spot, which premium lounge are, are you enjoying the most? Um, it, it, it's hard for me to say because uh, I haven't been able to actually experience the Polaris Lounge myself yet, so I, I can't really judge them. Um, I was uh, quite impressed with the American Lounge at JFK when I w- visited it last, um, and Delta's done a really good job, so I, I'm going to have to, uh, to, all right, to give Michael. them all credit at this point. Yeah, go, and you got to come back with that. So listen, we're out of time for today, but you know, nice to check in with you. We're going to talk again soon. Enjoy the weekend, all right? Likewise, you as well. Take all care, right. Michael. All right, thank you. He always brings good information. He does. He's, yeah. I like talking with Michael. Well, folks, listen, that's going to do it for today's edition of our weekly travel get-together. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. Sincere thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with us. Thanks to our show team for helping Mary, Rudy, and me put the program together to get it to you. To all of our network affiliates and sponsors, and certainly to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone, and happy St. Joseph's Day on Monday. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show show on the SSI Radio Network.